podcast. It's Nobody Panic with me, Stevie Martin. And me, Tessa Coates. And this episode is special because it's brought to you by iZettle. And we're talking about how to start a business, which sounds so grown up. But we're here to tell you that actually it's, I mean, it is grown up because you're all adults. It's too easy. From, I am pretty good at making brownies and I'd like to go to a market and sell them. And maybe that'd be a nice thing to do on a Saturday. Right through to like, I would like to open a library. Don't open a library because they are run by the government, so that's pointless. Uh, a bookshop. Thank and uh, this one is brought to you by iZettle. A la Sesame Street is brought to you by the letter S, the mm. number four, and the company iZettle, who I think are super cool. Basically, when you go to a market store and you're like, oh no, I don't have any cash, and then they get out an iZettle contact reader, you're like, amazing. And you can also do it on your phone as well. So they basically champion small businesses and people who are like, I've got an idea to set up a business. Like, I've got an idea, but I don't know how to actually do it. They really help. Their website, iZettle.com, has got loads of really good advice on there. I don't know how to send an invoice. They will help you with that. You can take payments through your phone. You can look at your sales on your phone. So like, how much money have I made this year? You can just look at it on your phone. You can look at that. No problem. I'm going to use a Lord of the Rings metaphor, please. I mean, Frodo didn't, couldn't do it by himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, I've never started a business before. I don't know what, about sales. What are you talking about? We started this podcast. Um, and also like, I'm a freelance writer. That's obviously a business too. Exactly. These days, when we're all less likely to have one job until we die, it's good to look at the stuff, like the hobbies that you have, things and be like, I wonder if I can maybe turn that into something a little bit more. We've talked about side hustles, but this is basically taking it a little it's bit more seriously. side hustle one step further. With the side hustle episode, which I would recommend, we talked about like how to feel psychologically confident enough to start a side hustle. Whereas this is like, okay, cool. If you don't know about numbers, get a friend who knows about numbers because Frodo needed Sam. Exactly right. But he also needed somebody on bows and arrows and all the other equipment. Yes. Somebody- Who's Boromir? He's just a man. Because he was last, bringing nothing to the table. Was he bringing nothing to the table? Because last what, night I went met? home and um, my boyfriend was watching The Fellowship of the Ring and crying. Okay. He does not get emotional. And I said, why are you crying? And he went, Boromir said, I will go to the ends of the earth for you, brother. I just thought it was really nice. I was like, oh. wow, you've got to get your emotion out. <laughs> yeah. Clearly this is a, a real little port for it and I'm really happy for you. But... Boromir was helpful. He was helpful, even though you can't remember. He may have done oh, I something he, helpful. When there are those arrows in him, he's still fighting off the orcs. He's there we just, go. He keeps on, he keeps slashing. Get yourself slashing a Boromir. Through. Get yourself, get yourself a whole fellowship. Get a gang yeah. around you um, and realise, you know, what you're good at, like Frodo, just good at carrying. Oh, God, big time. Um, the idea that we have in our heads about what a business is mm. uh, looks like, you know, owning a tower block or wearing a grey suit, uh, having your coffee brought to you, missing your kid's baseball game. Being 43, having kids. Being 43. uh, Somebody, your secretary being like, it's your son's birthday. I bought him a present. The secretary's male, by the way. That's a male secretary. Yes. And that's on you, that sexism. (laughs) Um, You know, just constantly being like, business, business, business. I own this. Calling Japan a lot. I call Japan, yeah, constantly calling Japan. Um, Whereas really, that's not what a business has to be. No. You don't have to be that you can be just one person so ages ago um this amazing 
cool gal called Gabby got in touch with us because when we were the debrief podcast there was um how to do something that frightens you episode or how to overcome fear mm-hmm. and it was like the second episode we ever did and she got in touch a couple of weeks later and was like I listened to that episode I've always wanted to set up a vegan fried chicken food truck it's like been a real dream of mine because I'm really good at I'm, she's just great at making it yes. and I've now decided that I'm gonna do it and I've put things in place to do it that was like a year and a half ago and she messaged me um the other day saying um oh you're doing like a business thing like I actually started it and she's got the trucks there it's Manchester based it's called Vegan Fried Chicken um, you Gabby can, you can follow her on Instagram eat.vegan.fried.chicken and she's got some tips as well that we're going to talk about later because we asked a load of people who have basically set up on their own mm-hmm. about how to go about it in a bid to sort of inspire you all so if you've got something that you've been even if it's just like so my sister uh, is really great at painting but sort of didn't fancy being an artist for a living so went into loads of other jobs and now she started doing taking like commissions from friends and stuff just being like oh you want that painted and um, but she hasn't really monetized it or set up, set up or anything but that's like such a simple thing if you've got a hobby and you're like I might start selling things on it like then you can you can monetize it and it can become a thing and who knows where it'll be in 10 years time if you, even if you just start very casually. Exactly. What adult thing have you done this week? Uh, well, mine is that I've taken some advice. She's pointing at me but she can't mean me. There must be someone it's behind you, me. It's behind me. It's you. you. Um, you're always banging on about your Instagram feed and I What, have... like about, oh, my Instagram feed's great. No, about how you have to curate it, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I, I only have dogs and tortoises on my feed, yes. And I've thought, I don't much like tortoises, so I, I'll ignore that advice. I'll, I'll ignore that comment. And I and ignore Stevie. <laughs> she means nothing to me. Um, but then I started really taking on board what the impact Instagram can have on you. Yeah. And also... Twitter, I can't go on because everything's a hellscape, a, a flaming trash can of horror. Yes. Hour to hour, it's just like, what fresh hell is this? What's he done now? <sighs> and so uh, what I have been doing is on Instagram, following the Instagram stories of the entire cast of Love Island. Okay. And it is the most pure and most beautiful experience that I have day to day. What are they up to? Oh God, they're living their best lives, Stevie. They are all appeared to be doing, you know, everyone's launched their own clothing range. People are working for Boohoo, misguided, pretty little things. Uh, Megan appears to be in LA uh, on uh, making milkshake or something. She's having a time. Wes is about to be on Dancing on Ice. And they all just look so happy and I have no interest in any of the things they're doing like I don't that's crucial I think that's crucial is like here are some people who I genuinely like who I genuinely wish all the best for Mm. who I hope are so happy I could not be less jealous of them doing of any of the things they're doing you've hit the Instagram jackpot I have hit the Instagram jackpot Danny Dyer I just I cannot tell you how much goodness I wish her (laughs) and how disgusting her in-style clothing range is I'm sure it is absolutely heinous of course and I genuinely think I might buy some stuff just Just to to help her out just to help her out and just to show that I really like her and I'm so glad for her she got to go on her own bus they've painted a bus she got to go on her own bus They've, they've made one of those you know when the buses look like the buses have got stuff on. Yeah, you know it. You customizable know it. bus. Yeah, customizable bus. Customizable taxis. Oh, she's just having the time of her life, and I'm really glad for them. And they all look like they've got good people around them. Mm. Oh my God, they've got a good fellowship around them. They've got a good fellowship of the rings. Oh heavens above. Well, mine's also a social media thing. Please. Basically, I've decided to go on 
Twitter and Instagram all the time. No, okay. I decided to go on Twitter and Instagram still because I'm struggling a little bit with social media for exactly the same reasons you've, you've just said. Twitter because of just the constant terrible news mm-hmm. and Instagram because despite the constant curation of dogs and tortoises and memes, occasionally one will pop through and I'm like, <laughs> something will oh, get God. through the gate. Something will get through the gate. <laughs> and then also I've realised that it doesn't matter What's there? Just the fact that I keep just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. It's like, what could I be doing with that time? Yes. Um, Even if it is just sitting and doing nothing. I think your brain needs to sit and do nothing occasionally. And every time I had a free moment, I was scrolling. So I was like, okay, I can't go off those uh, social media platforms because I think it would actually harm some of the stuff I'm doing. For example, this podcast and um, promoting stuff. And your many, many businesses. My brand. My brand is so important to me. Um, So I decided to curate my uh, social media usage and what I'm doing is I'm now just not scrolling I can look at the uh, if anyone messages me and at me and says hello to me I read that um, I can post off but I'm not allowed to scroll down on the, on the timeline so you so only go most, on your notifications only go on notifications at best I'll see like the top picture on Instagram or the top tweet when I actually log in and that's it because you can't mm. get away you can't log in behind so it's a the no, timeline it's a no thumb experience it's zero thumbs I'm not going down um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay I just it's a, there's a lot of tapping fantastic tapping through and tapping leaving and writing and talking and then going 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 crucially and really I think I'm going to keep doing it forever we'll see how far it lasts May I seamlessly tie two things together? Oh my God. May I? Please go ahead. I think that she's really backed herself, but I think exactly that, that we're all desperately trying to be on our phones less and sort of step away from things. Mm. And I truly believe there will be a renaissance away from screens and away yeah, from... Yeah, definitely. Because I read this article about how all the kids in Silicon Valley, the children of these like massive Silicon Valley tech lads, oh yeah, go to schools with no computers. Great. So they go to these like really earthy. And so I think there will be this real shift. We will want to like go back to sort of pen and paper and the letters and, you know, Mm. a a return to sort of old school ways. And I think similarly, um, exactly this idea of like starting a business by yourself. I think there is a real push away from Starbucks, for example, towards little little coffee shops. We want to talk to the person that made the coffee. Like we want to do that. And as people, we don't want to be lost in yeah. these big businesses we want to put our own stamp on the world like I had a friend who worked in the city who started up his own sock company mm-hmm. um, and the sock company I was like oh my god what are you doing these two things and he's like no it's actually very simple like he had a friend that knew how to do the, the business of like getting the socks but he had a design that he thought was really cool then he got someone else to help distribute it because he built up a fellowship it wasn't actually that hard and it just meant that he felt like he had some identity an identity exactly right exactly yeah. right oh exactly right exactly that the was it's so easy to get into the the rabbit is the wrong word but like it's so easy to get into like this is where i eat this is where i buy my coffee this is where i shop from mm. it's everything is delivered to my door it's so simple whereas really you're like whoa 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 how much more alive do you feel who am i who am i yeah yeah and like crafting out an actual it's exactly like creating your instagram feed oh my god and also it's it's useful as well if you're listening and you maybe have just graduated or you're you're not like, well, I'm bored of the rat race because you haven't been in it. Um, <laughs> Grosjean Long. Um, no idea. Is that you will have lots of skills that you don't realise that you have and lots of like fun things that are for fun that you can make some money on the side for. Because like before I got a job as a journalist, I was a waitress and 
basically I would just either be a waitress in one cafe or I would um, just get more waitressing jobs and do more and more around it rather than think, hey, what maybe could be fun that I could make money out of as well as this waitressing job? Mm-hmm. I just did more waitressing jobs, which yeah. I, I think was fine, but not maybe as clever as I could have been because yeah. I, while I'm getting a regular wage with one thing, I could be doing something that is what my heart desires yes. with the other, going to Mordor. We asked quite a few people about some um, advice and one of the things that kept coming back and back again was get people to help you. Yes. Um, Like we mentioned about the the fellowship. Um, Our friend Claudia Conway, who was a PR and then set up on her own as Draper Conway with her friend Emma Draper, says, have friends. Friends are so important because um, even if you just set up something with one friend, that's still two people doing the job. Yes. You've now got someone to go, oh, God, this is hard. Or like, how do we do this? Or who should we find to get that to work or whatever? I think getting people to help you is one of the most important parts of just trying to do anything. And then the second piece of advice that I thought was just really good to kind of start off with was to not overthink it. So we spoke to a lovely woman called Nita Patel, who set up this cool coffee shop called Kaya Club. It was a coffee shop designed for people who are freelance who need to kind of go and work and stuff. So they've got loads of plugs. You pay £2 per hour and you get unlimited coffee and tea and just there's really great food. It's now really like thriving. But when she started, it was just like a, it was so overwhelming. We spoke to her the other day and here's a little bit from her about why maybe you shouldn't overthink it. I think if Kate and I thought about it too hard, it would have never have gotten off the ground. Yeah. I think... I think lots of people kind of say that they want to start a business, but I think if you really start drilling down into all the reasons why you shouldn't do it, you can absolutely talk yourself out of it. I think it's important to sort of find that balance between like, does anyone want my business? Mm. Will anyone actually buy this thing? And uh, freaking yourself out into believing that they won't or that oh it'll be God, too it's hard. So you can talk yourself out of anything like you talk, Exactly. You can just talk yourself out and I think you just need to like jump in and when you're in there be like, oh, bugger. <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of messages from people saying, I really want to start a blog or I really want to get into writing or the big one is, I really want to start a podcast. I was just wondering if you had any advice. It's like, I don't really because the advice is just to do it. Mm-hmm. So when we were doing the podcast, we didn't have like loads of planning meetings and figure out how we were going to, um, what our like seven year plan was or whatever. It was just little steps. Yes. It was like, okay, we both thought that there were lots of podcasts out there, obviously, because there were lots of chatty podcasts, but not what, mm-hmm. ones that are like, how to do this, how to do this, how to do this. Uh, now there are loads and I would have very easily talked myself out of that had I done some market research and looked and seen like in America they definitely have loads of podcasts that are similar to ours but different enough that if we'd have talked ourselves out of it it would have been a real shame because now it's doing it's doing quite well and really happy with it and your brain can just be your worst enemy with any kind Mm -hmm. of creative thing you ever want to do ask some people if they think it's a good idea if they will help you and then just have a go like yeah test it out see if your cakes are good I see if people want body paintings do you want to do a podcast for five years I'd have gone no thank no, you no thank you <laughs> thank you Stevie um, I want to go to Norway no, or something I'm, I'm always harping on about Norway yeah. I'm like no Stevie I don't but what we were going to do was do just six episodes and yeah. I think the first ones were like how to face the fear and do it anyway how to 
I don't remember what our first six were, but I remember thinking how interested I was in finding out the answers to all those questions. Yes. And so it came from a genuine place of just being really excited to do the thing for no for not for no purpose other than because it felt nice. Yeah, it felt nice. And also f- then people responded to it. Yeah. So if no one had responded to it, we would have stopped after six episodes and been like, that was fun. That was fun. And I think that you can, obviously this is, we're talking about a podcast here and we, I've mentioned quite a lot of like creative things, but with any kind of business, you have to have a trial. Just try it out before you talk yourself out. Yeah, because honestly, as long as you're sort of you know, haven't invested your life savings and the savings of everyone you've ever met. Tip two, don't do that. Tip two, don't. Mm -hmm. Um, And we will come back to money in a second. As long as that hasn't happened, then the the worst thing that can possibly happen from your business, not succeeding is the wrong word, but coming to an end. Failing. No, coming to an end (laughs) is that you learnt something, you learnt so many things that you didn't know before. You've like, you've come out the other side of that. Yeah. If that's the worst possible case scenario, then definitely go for it. Yeah, have a batch it. Do it. I think there's a big misconception that you have to be really wealthy independently mm-hmm. to set up a business. And I don't, I mean, that's not obviously not true. Um, there are so many people that I know who aren't incredibly wealthy and who aren't cash rich who have tried it. So I think not putting all your eggs in one basket is a really clever thing to do. So don't quit your job before you've even tested whether no. selling socks is going to do anything. No. When we spoke to Nita, she had some good advice on that. Definitely do your numbers definitely think about how you're going to make money where that money is going to come from give yourself enough of a budget to get your business off the ground but then the mistake i think that we made was that we kind of poured all of our physical and financial energy into just getting the doors open Mm. and just didn't think about the runway that you would Mm -hmm. need before you really started making money because you'll always in the beginning not make as much money as you think you're going to make Mm. it takes a lot longer than you think it's going to take. So, like, whatever your numbers are, just double them now if you want an easy life. <laughs> now, obviously, she's talking about a very specific thing, opening a coffee shop. But I think that is kind of the same sentiment as don't jump in before you've done any planning or before you know that you're not going to lose money or anything. When I went freelance, which is in itself a business, I didn't jump ship from uh, nine to five until I was earning more from a freelance than my um, salary every month which wasn't hard because I was paid shit no um, <laughs> but still like it was like well as long as I know I can make my rent every month and it seems like for the last three months I've been able to if I was freelance it was like a hypothetical thing then I jumped obviously you might be listening being like oh I've got so much money and I don't know what to do with it start a business mate absolutely start on. a business invest crack on but I think it's harder if you don't it requires just a little bit of planning and also even though your instinct, if you are a creative person, is to see a number and run for the hills. And to God, sort of I'm go like, ah, not for me. It's to like, breathe through it, keep learning, like keep understanding what all those things mean and to not get into your, and yeah, the idea of her saying double the expenditure yeah, and be real about that is so real because things will come at you that you had no idea yeah. were coming. You know, if you sold your socks at the market and you got 10 pounds for them i'd be like i made 10 pounds i didn't make 10 pounds it cost me however much to make the socks yes i paid to be at the market <clears throat> yeah i paid and then somebody fined me because i didn't have my special market application like here are all I these forgot things my lanyard. Here, i forgot my lanyard again so like, here are all my things that would come to bite me that i wouldn't realize yeah and there will be those things so being realistic about exactly how much money 
you actually need from this. Yeah, I think it's so important. And on the subject of money, Gloria advises to get an accountant mm-hmm. immediately. If you're going to the market to sell some bread, don't get an accountant. I think you're fine. But make sure you've set up things like iZettle. People can pay via your phone. So it's so easy. Yes, and, and then you, all and your business expenses is, can be in one place all together. So easy. Basically, if you get into any situation where, where you're like, mm, how do I track this money? Then you need to get an accountant. And accountant sounds really scary and expensive to the extent that I didn't get one until last year because I was like, cool, I'm not the queen. I'll get an accountant when I'm the queen. And my accountant does all my tax stuff for, well, I think at the moment it's like 180 quid. The amount that I cry over tax and the amount of time it takes me and how I'm so innumerate, it's terrifying. She's so great. And you can find people outside of London as well. It gets a lot cheaper. And if you're listening and you're in London, the internet exists. So you can get an accountant from like Hull or something. And just make sure, basically, Claudia's advice is to not screw it up from the start because she didn't do that and then had to do a lot of catching up. Suddenly you find yourself out of your depth really quickly and you're like, oh, well, now I don't know. And that, then you have to scoop yourself out yes. as well as set up a new way of tracking your money and making sure that you're totally covered for everything. Because basically anyone mentions the word tax to me and I both fall asleep and shit myself. Cross those T's and you dot the I's right from the get-go, even yes. when you think, this is so silly, it's just me. And boring. And boring. Yeah. Why am I doing this? Is because somewhere down the line you'll be like, thank God yes. that I had all this in place. Uh, if I may, oh my God, uh, may. Frodo didn't know they were going to have to take that path uh, through the mountains. No. They, they didn't know they were going to get there. And so if they, at the beginning of the journey, if they'd packed all their wet weather gear, everyone would be like, what's the point of this? It's dragging me down. I don't yes. have space for this. I'm not going through the mountains. And then lo and behold, lucky we brought this gear. Is the gear the accountant? Yes. Brilliant. My point is, be ready from the beginning. Be ready. Be prepped. Be prepared. And um, Gabby of Vegan Fried Chicken Gabby of Vegan Chicken. Her tip is to break each task down and to not panic when you look at the big picture. Because obviously to go from like, hmm, I'm good at making vegan fried chicken. I've got a food truck business is like quite terrifying. Mm -hmm. But she says day by day, she breaks down into little tiny steps. And I think as well, delegating and just making it manageable um, is just very, very important. So then you can make like a list of all the things that you know how to do, make a list of all the things you're like, I actually don't know how, like I don't know how to do spreadsheets. So Mm -hmm. If I was, I was just thinking then that I said, you don't need an accountant if you're selling cakes at a market. I would because I would need to track my, I would need to track everything and I don't know how. So you could, obviously you you can go on isethel.com and do it all through there, which is amazing. So that's basically like having a little invisible accountant Can I just say, if you are an accountant and you're listening or if you're someone who is naturally good at numbers, just so you know, the market is screaming for you. There is oh a niche here of people. Go freelance yeah. and just help you people just, like me. You will clean up. If numbers are your bag, there's Spread people, your bag pe- around. <laughs> sure. Like, there are people desperate for you. Yeah, God, I'm desperate for you. If you were considering an accounting business, this is a thumbs up from me. Nice tip from Nita, which I really liked, was this kind of works for literally anything I've ever been like, hmm, I'd quite like to do that. I'm like... Well, seven other people have done it and they've done it better and actually not. And mm-hmm. it's just rubbish. So here's a tip from Nita about that. We haven't really done anything that's rocket science. Like, we are a coffee shop. We yeah. just put some extra plugs in. <laughs> yeah. So, like, anyone that's, like, thinking about doing a business, like, 
you don't have to be thinking, oh, I'm like, need to be thinking like a Silicon Valley yeah, entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm reinventing the wheel. Oh God, like so many people are like, I need to come up with this brand new, utterly amazing idea. You really don't, just do something and do it well. Yeah. Do it better than your competitors. Find like just one tiny little tweak that you're making that gives you a little bit of something different. That thing about, you might be sitting there thinking, well, loads of people make brownies, loads of people paint things, loads of people have a blog. But if you can just think of a tiny little twist, I think that's the crucial thing. A little USP, whether that is the branding of it, and it's just branded totally different. Mm -hmm. Like, just taking brownies as an example, because I'm really hungry, is that the difference between those brownies that are essentially coming like hessian sacks and those brownies that look like they've literally just come out of the oven. It's like, hey, Auntie Beryl's brownies. Like, people are drawn to one or other of those. Mm -hmm. And I think you have to figure out your audience and be like, right, what is the thing that I'm going to make? I want it to be for that person. How specific is that person? Sometimes it can be too specific, obviously. But a coffee shop, there are so many coffee shops. A coffee shop for a freelancer also isn't a groundbreaking thing. But where it was in Brixton or where it is in Brixton, there aren't many of them. And also, just in general, there aren't many coffee shops that fully cater to a very particular freelancer who needs a plug. Only today I went to a coffee shop and I bought a three pounds peppermint tea and I just left it. <laughs> They didn't want it. I just needed a place to be. And there was like loads of people talking and there's a dog, which I did appreciate. But then I was very distracted. And it obviously wasn't, it was more of a coffee shop for like everyone in the community to just go and chat. And I was like, that's lovely, but I want to work. So there's a real niche there, but it doesn't have to be so like an idea that no one has ever thought of, which I think will often put people back. It's a similar thing to the overthinking thing. I concur 100%. And I have nothing more to add. I don't. I think it's, you've made a very good and extremely eloquent point because you're very talented. Oh, very talented. I should start a business. I thought of a business idea the other day. What was it? Oh, no, Sue tortoises, so I always Go on, say. what is it? I've got to hibernate my tortoise and I've got to put her in a fridge. We're all living it. We're, We're living, all living every step it. Of I'm this trying to keep journey. it out of the the public eye. But the public um, are absolutely clamouring for more information. They're not really. In the, but. Um, it's tricky because it's over Christmas and so me and Gina want to go home and also Gina's in can Australia can you take the fridge? yeah but you can't unplug it because then the temperature comes oh, back up and then shit. they come out and this is the kind of stuff that happens yes you don't expect this stuff it's okay. expensive so oh. Why am I using, why am I buying drinks fridges? Why isn't there a hibernation box that is for tortoises that you can put them in mm -hmm. that control the temperature? Because one of the things, I went to this tortoise lecture talk and they were like, it has to be at five, five degrees C or whatever, which is most drinks fridges. But they were like, don't rely on it because fridges are really varying in temperature. So I was yeah. like, well, hang on. Surely the vet would know if there was a specific box you can put tortoise in but there isn't so what we're looking at is that uh, well basically we just have to like change a lot of our Christmas plans and but Gina's found a, a, a tortoise hotel that uh, her tortoise is going to go into and they're going to do hibernation services but it's in Hertfordshire but you're like this is this is like so ridiculous why doesn't someone just come up with essentially a drinks fridge but it's just it's tailored to a tortoise or a travel hibernation box that I can Perfect. take her my boyfriend was like oh my god just do it and I was like I don't have time for that so they're not listening wants an idea and it cares about tortoises I mean also, take it up I think you do I think that uh, don't let that stand in your way you've got a fantastic idea got a lot on though I know you do but <laughs> how much of that is actually fear holding you back oh my god maybe it's fear holding me back I think it's you being like oh I can't I won't be any good at it it's true and I'll I do be know rubbish. somebody is those the thoughts Stevie just <laughs> the, the, <laughs> thank you just like that's a shit idea um, a I do girl. know someone <laughs> I do know an engineer who'd be able to make it like I do yes, know people you know loads of people I'll come in your team I don't know I what don't I'll be think bringing you don't like tortoises and you can't make things no you're very good at, at knocking up logos 
You can do a I'll logo. make a logo for you. We'd love to knock up a logo. It'd be very sort of vintagey, antique looking. It's for powerful women who need to travel with their hibernating daughters. Yes, that's true. So vintage isn't very powerful. No, it's not. Let's powerful. talk about this off air. The point is, I think now is the time. Now is the time. Okay, um, I'm going to send you a mood board. Thank you. I'll get in touch with my engineer, and you'll be, and I'll come up with a name. Any names, please let us know. Um, I think it's very SEO Im- trot box. Yeah, that's sure. <laughs> That's it. There we go. Done. Um, one of the things that's really important is to give yourself milestones. Well, like with the podcast, I was very much like, okay, I'm just going to quietly see how much this grows in the next year. I wasn't paying any attention. I don't know why you're telling me that because I know. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I still am. So I'm the... just letting them know that some members of this business team are weak. Okay. Oh, <laughs> sure, but you came up with SEO Trotbox, so I'll forgive you. I was looking at being like, okay, and our listenership grew enough for me to be like, okay, this could be a thing. And then when we jumped off and became uh, independent, it was even more of a stake on it because it was like, well, now we're not being like paid by a company. Now we have to make the money ourselves. And it's really put a cracker up my jacksie. No, a, fire- <laughs> <laughs> no, a firecracker. Oh, did you say firecracker? It's put a Jacob's cream cracker up my ass because I think I'm looking month to month, is this working? And the milestones, looking at the download rates every month kind of gives you a bit of a boost and iZettle will have that so you can look at the sales and you can compare month to month and be like, oh great, it's going better or oh, it's going worse. Why? It's just on your phone. You don't have to like, do anything really complicated or... We talk that about that so often, don't we, that like, it's when you see something that you, something that you can't do, your instinct is to panic. Yeah. Not yours, but one's. Mine as well. But yours as well. And to be like, oh, I don't know, run away, run away. Yeah. But actually, the internet is the greatest tool we'll ever be given. And you can Google anything and 10 minutes later become an expert on that subject. And the feeling when you're like, now I know. Yeah. You feel like that bit in The Matrix where he's like, mm, I know Kung Fu. You're just like, yeah. oh my God, I know how this software works now yeah I've, I've looked it up it is amazing like even things like just i know how to grout a tile for example thing uh, I let, how to recently. bleed a radiator how to bleed a radiator so then suddenly the thing of like literally starting a business suddenly doesn't become so it's no longer scary because mm-hmm. you're like you can read about people who've done it you can read about people who've failed you can ask questions you can get answers from people that you don't feel judged by if you're like oh, i feel like an idiot asking this question like you can just you can ask anyone on the internet no one cares yeah, the only businesses that truly fail are the ones that like came out the gates way too hard, too fast yeah. at the beginning with like a million pound investment and off we go. The ones that like quietly grew are able just to sort of come to their end. It's not a, a failure. It's not a financial crisis. It's not like no, of course. It's, I think that that's the thing of starting small, breaking it down, and taking little baby, baby steps. steps, and then you can't fail because then you can just pull out at any Anytime, point that you need yeah. to. Um, when it stops being fun, get out of the game. Get out of the car. I've got two more things to see us to the end. Oh my god! One yes. is for you Thank for you. your torches box. Uh, you. One is a practical one. Oh yes. One's practical, one psychological, as always. As always. To have a workspace. Mm. and be like this is where I go to do my business that's very important so and even if you're like I can't afford that thing that is an investment in you have a good place yes. you go that is yours even if it's just a cafe because I went to a coffee shop today and I did so much more work than I've been doing at home I've exactly. kind of convinced myself that no I like working at home in, in my pyjamas I do nothing so it's no. so much better you just you just find other things to fix in the house I've got a fringe yeah maybe I'll make Get a fringe, fringe. Um, and the other thing 
is uh, if you are currently started in the middle of a business or you have just started one or if you are thinking about it, um, that it will be scary and it will be, there will be moments where you're, you feel very sort of alone and no one really talks about that because yeah. it's supposed to be this, what a cool thing, you're starting a business, like how cool. But really, it can be very, very scary and you can have these moments of like, oh no. Like, yeah, what, what have I done? Have, what have I done? Yeah. And you can also feel so out of your depth, especially when like real proper grown-ups are depending on you and you've got, you know, a supplier involved or somebody who's you know people are start depending on you and yeah. you start to get like bigger than you feel you should be and you're like I'm just a kid everybody feels like that don't panic right through it you're so strong you're going to get through it and don't feel afraid of talking about that fear or asking for help or reaching out to people it's such a thing that happens all the time I remember when I went freelance I was like I don't actually know how to send an invoice like yeah. I don't know what an invoice is yeah. people keep asking me to send my invoice through yeah. and I'm like okay so I just like got a friend who had an invoice and be like can you just send me an invoice and I just copied hers and I did that same thing with my sister so this like template is just yeah. going through templates going around the, the world. world exactly like nobody knows don't feel like a tiny baby um, you're doing really great because no, I've never thought about that about someone else so hopefully if you had an idea for a top vibey business and you were like I don't know what to do hopefully that's helped you a little bit also just if you ever need to take payment for anything I was just thinking as well like my friend who's a comedian who does pay what you want shows and he's realised that people don't have cash for the book at the end he's got an eyes little oh that's amazing like so I think that's genius just for anything that you need to take money from just just bloody get one and yeah. check out the website if you need any further tips to have a look at the kind of all their tools and advice and to sell stuff through them oh god if you've if you've started a business got a business or, idea you've got a business idea tweet us at nobody panic pod um, I'm at stevm the s is a five I'm at Tessa Coates. Just letters, because numbers scare me. Numbers scare me, and I don't know what I've done. Every time I look at my Twitter handle, I break into a sweat. And yeah, email us, nobodypanicpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, we would love you to hear your it. business ideas. Oh my God, it'd be so inspiring. We will retweet all of them, from like blogs right through to foodstuffs to like literally anything. And Nita at Kaya Club uh, says if anyone has any questions, get in touch with her. Yeah. She'd love to answer them for you. You can find them on social media at Kaya, which is C-A-Y-A underscore club. And, and Gabby is eat vegan fried eat chicken. Dot vegan dot fried dot chicken. The company is vegan fried chicken. VFC, Manchester based. Yes, Go please. and find her. Have a great, great week and big thanks to Izettle. Check them out. And have an amazing week. And see you soon. Bye. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's perfect brands.